Welcome in to another episode of the DNVR Rapids Podcast. We are presented, of course, by the homies at Avaca TV. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, and we're mixing it up. We're running the two-man game today. We got a two-on-one here. It is the illustrious Joseph Samuelson. Hey, Mitch. Thank you for having me on. Um pretty cool it's been a while since i've been on the show like uh it has but you know three road games later and we find ourselves here yikes yikes three uh disastrous is that too big of a word disastrous road i would games? i uh, would call one point from those three games probably the worst case scenario like the mo- the worst case realistic scenario um yeah. i don't know how many of us expected um the DC minus would... nine goal differential yeah one yeah. one point um no goal scored no one goal scored one goal scored. one goal scored. um tough man and just an absolute, i mean they're not eliminated but you know i think we're all kind of operating under the guise of, of playoffs are probably kind of out the door right now but what can we do as analysts and as fans and, and, and look sure. for the rest of the season. So we're going to dig into that. We're going to try and, and, and say what can X player or coach or whoever do to kind of turn their season around or kind of finish strong and kind of turn around the perception of what they've done. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about DNVR bar and some fun moments we've had watching soccer in bars and what we can do as a pod to kind of, build back the soccer culture in the bar downstairs from what it used to be. Um, But first we got to talk about this weekend. We have a late kickoff 30 minutes later than normal. I have no idea why seven 30 PM kick at the Dick. Um, We have, is it a revenge game? Would you call it a revenge game? I mean, yes, they lost, but it's it's tough to say revenge game when it doesn't feel like there's that much at stake. Right. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where the Rapids are really playing for pride at this point. We're playing for pride, and we're yeah. looking to see who from the young players uh, shows improvement heading into next year. Who can sort of like mm-hmm. stake a claim to as a potential first team player next season? And we're also looking to see uh, players like Zardes, Rubio, or sorry, Zardes and Barrios, and some other players who are approaching the end of their either current contracts or have option years. And there's sort of like an mm-hmm. open question about whether or not those players uh, are going to return next season. Um, so it's really that uh, <laughs> uh, it's really what we're looking at at this stage. And and, Bra- right. and B-Ray right, right, is right. absolutely right in the comments, like saying that, you know, the Rapids don't win big games. They don't win revenge games. And honestly, like Vancouver is a team that when they come to Dick Sporting Goods Park, uh, they tend to get results. Um, the Rapids haven't beaten Vancouver at Dick's since uh 2017 uh Ooh. three wins and two draws or Ugh. maybe two wins and three draws for vancouver in that time um tough. yeah the rapids have strangely fared better when facing vancouver on the road in whether in, in whether Canada, it was in vancouver in a whole other country well, even yeah. last year though when they played uh in utah um, right 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 yeah yeah so the rapids have this have this weird the rapids of vancouver have this weird relationship where um more recently it seems that the visiting team has uh a better showing um and i personally have never witnessed the rapids beating vancouver 
at Dick Sporting Goods Park in person. I so. very strangely, and I'm not entirely sure why, I have very good vibes about this game. I have a, and I, I again, they're completely unwarranted, unearned. Um, I just, I, okay, so I put it like this like, I'm, I'm a professional athlete. I just got embarrassed three games in a row when I absolutely needed to do anything but get embarrassed. And even with the season on the line and saying how I'm, how we're, we're, we're all in on this game and then we're all in on this game and we need to get three points. You get nothing close to what you need. You come home to a very beatable team at home. You have potentially a club goal record that could go down. You have guys that want to continue to start for MLS teams or make money from MLS teams. Um, I don't know. It seems like this is a game, especially with the run of form they've had at home to then have it go be worse on the road. It feels like this is a game that you kind of should feel pretty good about three points. It really does need to be a get right game. And it is worth noting that, I mean, we've had the Rapids have had five, uh, sorry, three, five game or six game winless streaks Mm -hmm. this season. Mm -hmm. And they've never hit seven. Um, so it's like, just, just really hoping that they don't hit seven this time. Um, and yeah, and that's what's on the line out, on Saturday is seven, Ugh, seven win, winless and seven. Yeah. We have a rapids have not won since the start of August and as B-Ray points out, um, uh, Vancouver is going to be missing two pretty big keys. And we're going to be missing Ryan, Ryan Gold, who, mm-hmm. uh, scored a brace against Colorado when <sighs> these two teams met in August, honestly had a, he had a great, I mean, <laughs> It was sick. <laughs> Listen, a lot of it was individual mistakes on the Rapids part, but Gold was just on another level that night. You could see that he was just, just a r- really good player, really, uh, really quality opponent for the Rapids to face. And he's he's out to yellow card suspension. And there's also Lucas Cavallini, who uh, just received the uh, hammer from the MLS Disciplinary right, Committee this games. afternoon. Yeah, for stepping on uh, Alex Mule's neck, I believe. Uh, no, not not Alex. Yeah, Alex Mule. Yeah, uh, it confused me a second because Alex Mule used to be on the Red Bulls, but this happened when he was against Nashville. Um, Gnarly. Gnarly. Yeah, so he's he, Cavallini's a big striker option for them. He's out. Uh, Brian White should be back. He was a guy who was on the injury report back when uh, the Rapids visited Vancouver in Canada. Um, so he's still gonna, they're still gonna have like options, but listen, like this seat, the Vancouver season is effectively in, in the bin as well, just like Colorado's, um, right. conventional right. wisdom. And is, is if you're more than five points below the playoff line with five games to go, I mean, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, and both of these teams are, let's be honest, they're just langu- languishing in 10th and 11th place in the West. And there's no, I think deservedly so too. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like it's Vancouver's... not surprising that either one of these teams are where they are. What's been really interesting about the Rapids recently is that at the start of the season, we had all these games where the Rapids were um, out creating and out shooting their opponents, um, just getting really unlucky in the final third. Mm-hmm. And then we've almost sort of transitioned, uh, sort of moved in the opposite direction over these last few weeks. Where we're mm-hmm. seeing a team that just isn't doing enough to win the games in the first place. Um, right. Like, I don't think 
I, if I remember correctly, like the XG battles against Columbus and Houston were pretty even. Um, yeah. Neither team really did enough to like, obviously the Rapids would, would, were felt hard done by that late equalizer from the diamond dynamo. Right. But it's not like the Rapids had like three misses in front of goal that they should have buried. And it would have been an easy win had they done that. Right. It was you correct. Know, correct. These, these are teams when they play teams around them, they tend to do, yeah, like, like they tend to look on par. Uh, like when the Rapids play DC, when they play Houston, when they play San Jose, they just tend to look a lot like the same Bottom level of quality as yeah. those teams. Yeah. And then you have Galaxy and you have uh, 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 LAFC and you have Seattle at home and you look like world beaters. Um, yeah. And so that does, you know, that does, you look at the teams they play down the stretch and you can, if that's the trend, you can kind of pencil in some exciting soccer at least for the rest of the way right like you have dallas oh yeah austin um you know dallas games big is because dallas games big yeah yeah it's on national tv it'll have playoff implications for the rest of the league um so a lot of the a lot of the league will be watching that um and then there's like a crazy outside shot that that dallas game is when not outside shot at all is when rubio breaks the the single season scoring record um he needs five goals yeah. by then um so not not at all a crazy uh expectation what three games out four games out um yeah so uh um, if he gets if he gets hot and listen like there's no one on this team that's gotten as he hot only as needs Diego five Rubio goals he only year. needs five yeah. goals that's not a lot of goals now yeah. granted the rapids would have to actually score a goal which is seems to be pretty difficult for them as of late um Man, and that's really coming down to how <laughs> poor the wing play has been for this team. Yeah, um, and that's yeah. really what I keep I keep driving this home in uh, my blog entries about these games. Um, but it's just the, the Frazier's tactic basically relies on creative play from his wide outlets, be it Michael Barrios, Jonathan Lewis, Sam Nicholson, and those three players have not really shown up to the level that they've been expected to perform at over the last, you know, month and a half, honestly, Jonathan Lewis has had really good stretches this year and he still has a lot of games. I think where he's he, been pretty Yeah. Awesome. No. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not on the uh, trade Lewis train or yeah. anything. I think he still has value as like a third winger on this team mm-hmm. but like if you if, if if this team had brian galvan healthy all season there's like not a doubt in my mind that he'd be starting over like he'd be first choice winger from the team right. from the players that are available. i would love god i would uh, love to watch lewis galvan on opposite uh, like sides of each other i just think yeah. that'd be so fun um but we'll get into the whole galvan that's a whole podcast postseason sure um, and i and i only just bring it up though because it's yeah. impacting how effective rubio can be true uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know rubio what you'll see is that rubio will often like he'll get the ball with his back to goal in the side but he's the also park. like 40 yards out yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then he'll look hard. to yeah and then he'll look to spread it out Mm-hmm. to the wings to advance it and then rubio will make that sort of run into the box to potentially yeah. receive a cross and score a goal mm-hmm. the the rubio is doing that first part so well um he is pinging really good through balls and crosses uh to pick out wing like to pick out barrios lewis and nicholson and have them advance the ball up the field but it's there's nothing that really happens after that 
Um, and now obviously you can point to like the Zardas miss against DC that he probably should have scored. Yeah. And then should've... again, DC DC should have buried their penalty too, right? So yeah, probably a fair good for Yarby, uh, man. We haven't talked about yeah. that, but I can't believe that that was his first MLS career. I mean, we talked about it on the show, but yeah. you and I haven't talked about it. I think that's that really was a very shocking statistic to me. That his first MLS career save on a penalty. I think it's shocking um, us because we all watched that Champions League game where he saved like three penalties, like two or three penalties. Yeah. I don't remember how many, but um, he yeah. really balled out in that shootout. Um, yeah. And yeah. I guess we just all kind of assumed, oh, yeah, he's a penalty goat. Um, yeah. But not this year. And- it's a what 12 before he saved one or 11 before he saved one or something like that um Uh, it's tough you'd like it to be a little bit you'd like that number to be a little bit lower but it's a penalty right it's It's a lottery at the end of the day and uh, honestly not everyone can be dean henderson saving 80 percent of his penalties or something like that um on the wing so let's go back to the wing thing would you i'm sure fraser is going to start a very veteran 11 i don't see him just being like development time we're, you know, if, I think it kind of needs not... to be development time, though, right? Well, I'm not saying whether or not it should be. I'm saying what sure. I expect Robin Frazier to do. This and way. I agree. I um, do agree with you that that's what he's going to do. Right. But I guess right. I, I guess it's worth asking, is that the right call? And I would pose and was posing. Would you put Max, who I thought played very well up high last game? Max had a great or, game. Would it was you arguably in, his best game yeah. of the of the year. Would you put him in the Barrios role opposite Lewis for 60 minutes just to see see what happens? Because sure. obviously now, Max has been, in my opinion, he's been kind of free of the uh uh you know, like Preso got some minutes, but he's mostly been on the bench. Yappy gets maybe 15 at, at the high end mostly on the bench, even Yaya who was scoring goals left and right would maybe see 20 minutes. Right. So, but Max seems to be the guy for some reason. And I mean, we can get into that too, if you want, but he seems to be the guy that does get minutes. So can he move up from that midfield role where he needs to be a possession and, and, and be a a conduit, which is clearly not his strength. And, and can he put him up top where he looks successful? Yeah. My, my, Max is a really weird um, situation, just positionally where to fit him in. Assuming that the Rapids, yeah. assuming that the Rapids want to keep playing the way that they're playing, which, like, let's be honest, Frazier hasn't really de- deviated from. Like, he's deviated the shape, but the Rapids still functionally play pretty much the same way they have all season. Yep. Um, and and so the question is, can you really expect Max to be effective? for 60 minutes from the start of a game in a position that Frazier usually expects like lots of running from. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think Max was really effective as a sub because, you know, tired legs. There's also the, um, and yeah, and B-Roy brings up a good point in the comments where he says we have four years of Max's contract. So this is Which really is dope, like a good honestly. time to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's dope whether or not you 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 think he's going to improve. Um, and and I, I mean, do there's think no he is way going he gets time at worth. the ten, right? Like, there's no way he spends any time at the ten. There's just that's the just, thing, though. It like, seems like where he'd fit best, right? But like, Rubio's not giving up the ten. Sure. Anytime yeah, soon. And I don't, I'm not, not saying we should take him out. The, obviously. You know, not not with a chance to have the most goals in a Rapids uniform ever, right? Like, he's not yeah. going to move from that spot. Um, 
Gutierrez seems to be pretty decent at filling in that 10. And Fraser really seems to like playing him all over the place. Um, he loves him, man. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Some of those, Pat, oh, he's man, not. Some of I guess the, the just, thing about the thing about Gutierrez is his floor is just pretty higher relative oh, to a lot of the midfielders oh, that the yeah. Rapids have had options for. But yeah. I don't see him as have as a player with a particularly high ceiling. Um, if well, yeah, you're sense. right. You're right. Except um, for, I think he's, I mean, the ceiling is a beautiful assist, like a gorgeous assist, right? Like, yeah, like one or two perfect passes that find the right person at the right time sure. and happen to be able to finish, which has been the hardest thing for the wing specifically to do. Um, five combined goals on the wing, less than 10 combined assists. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholson with zero of each. Um Barrios with one goal, four assists. Does that sound right? I haven't looked this up in a couple that's, games, but I don't think he's had one since. So that sounds um, about right. Two then, two goals, five assists. You're right. He got another one. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because he had the New York goal and then he had one against uh Red Bull. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um to be so two fair, goals both uh, result altering goals, you could say. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. So six goals combined from your wings, and you said five assists. So Lewis has yeah. less than that. So yeah, oh, so sorry, you're talking... I just closed the roster page. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I just, it's, you know, I mean, I, so like at this point, you don't have Yaya, although I thought yeah, he was four wing. and Lewis is four and two. So I guess at this point, yeah. he's actually yeah. less productive somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to, what go, do you do? Like, what do you do you on wanna, the wing? You wanna, it's like you're out of options. Try Max. Here's, here's, um, here's a sobering stat. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> Andre Shinyashiki in eight matches played for the Rapids and only two starts has a higher goals and assists per 90 minutes than Barrios and Lewis. Um, I and believe we're it. Only counting Shinyashiki's eight yeah. appearances with the Rapids this year. Yeah, I believe tally. it. I believe it. Um, you know, it's it's been one of those years, man. We're, yeah. <laughs> we, no, we've all right. watched it happen. They just, it's like, goal scoring is just impossible for this team. And I, it, and I guess, you know, I don't know how much we really need to dig into the Vancouver game, right? Because it's, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a game where you're playing to win, but not for a result, right? Like you're not, there's not, there's no target besides winning at home, letting the fans love you, putting on a show that you haven't been able to put on too much. Right. So there's how much yeah. strategy can you really talk, but this weekend, assuming like we said that it isn't full development mode yet right so you're probably not going to see gus starting you're probably not going to see prezo starting you're probably not going to see max starting you're probably you're probably not going to see i guess that's kind of it because everyone else is hurt you're definitely not going to see yappy start right Um, well brendan brendan also just broke the news that apparently uh price is good to go um potentially i uh, have not heard that yet but i also didn't make it to practice this week so that's good to hear yeah they haven't they haven't sent out the official availability report yet, but it's sure. looking like Price might get a handful of sub minutes uh, this this weekend. So that'd be that'd be nice to see. But honestly, like I'm really... just kind of of the opinion that we should just put Price in bubble bubble wrap for the rest of the year. Like Man, at the, at, with all it's... the with all the juju, all the bad juju that this team has had injury wise this season, is it even worth like? throwing him out there in meaningless games like what if i mean i i know to me to me it is like it's a yes and a no right yes and that yeah he hasn't had 
a sustained stretch of games outside of the first two months. No, but even yeah. then he had the hamstring, what, six weeks in? Something like yeah. that. So seven weeks in. So like he hasn't been able to play. Um, I think if your goal is development at the end and your goal is is turning in the best individual performances you can to get the best idea of the roster you have to finish the season, it helps having one of the best free kick takers and defensive organizers and conduits in the MLS out there. That's true. That's true. Right? And it is going to be good like, to have like these kids playing with like the guy who is going to be leading the team in the future. And and let's yeah. be honest, there is a clear leadership void on the field when yeah. price is not out there. And all you need to do to see that, that that's true is to look at who goes to the ref whenever there's a questionable call everyone? and these like yes you exactly everyone the, the entire, entire rapid team <laughs> is there no and, it's and, lawless and that's, it's acosta it's rubio mostly, mostly and it's sometimes it's yarbrough yeah. running out from his box yeah. to do it too yeah. like yeah that's that's and, and and that that is like a really good point to see to see to put jack out there and i'm not like yeah. saying that you know it would be bad for colorado to do this i just think it it wouldn't surprise me if they held him out just a, if they were a little bit more like cautious with bringing him back, I mean, it's even 45 once minutes, he is fully it's 45 healthy. minutes, yeah, it's 45 minutes, right? Like that is the absolute, like Frazier for the most part is pretty easy to read and pretty easy to predict what he's going to do. Yeah. And this season, if you're coming back from injury, you get a half and you are to the bench, right? Like we're not yeah. risking it. Um, you're not going to overexert yourself. He does seem to have a long-term vision in terms of that. Maybe not, long long term maybe short long you know like a medium term season long term i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say there but like he does yeah. seem to think that like you need to ease in and, and fitness wise um you know it's uh and that's smart that's like you know yeah i'm sure they have uh listen, like colorado's front office and their coaching staff is they're really heavily relying on data and sports science this is like one thing that they are like that they have invested a lot into mainly because they can also piggyback off of what arsenal um has sort of. like sort of yeah you know, i don't believe it yeah i don't believe it <laughs> um well they, they can piggy off the data like sure, sure, stuff sure. That, yeah, that, yeah yeah that arsenal has access to um and uh yeah and that tells and that's clearly told frazier okay yeah once once a guy is ready you play him 45 minutes and that's it and then you, mm -hmm. then you then you try it again the next week you play him maybe 60 minutes and then you're back to 90 after that yeah um but in terms of like b-ray's question he's asking you know rubius abubakar and acosta who are all um on yellow i bet card you all again. three and listen all, like acosta all three are not going to be available on Wednesday. I'll tell you right now. Listen, All Acosta, three of those guys are getting a yellow card. Period. There's no chance otherwise. Zero. It's worth it's worth noting that you know Acosta is is in the position he is in because of how many suspensions he's had over the course of the three. season. Because every time you get a yellow card suspension, three the number of yellow cards. Yeah, the number of yellow cards that that is required to accrue an additional suspension. Is goes decreased down. yeah so it goes it's from insane. like five so he only needed four yeah yeah and 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 so he's he was i think his first yellow um against nashville i think is when he got this yellow that that mm -hmm. put him on watch against dc um and so and then like, he got he's just crazy yep um yeah so the, the but so yeah so who, who's gonna who's gonna 
listen, like, yeah, as Mitch said, it's very likely that all three. I'm telling you, sit out. every one of those guys. Is um, doing this. Lucas is also going to get a yellow. Um, I think I think Lawless is less likely because Lawless has shown recently that when he's been on watch, he's been a little bit more cautious. You can tell that does influence the way he plays a little bit. Whereas with Acosta and Rubio, yeah, and with Acosta and Rubio, I feel like they don't even like take their yellow. I mean, I know they do, but no, they, they play don't. like they don't take <laughs> no, their yellow don't. card accumulation into account. Whereas I do see that from Abubakar. Um, and uh, listen, like it's no, I'm not going to bet a shot of catch up. We're just setting up for we're, it's just going to be a really interesting like three game week because I'm not entirely sure what to even look for beyond just things for next year. And that's just what well, I keep going okay, well, falling back on. Um, let's get into, I know let's that get makes into for my really little boring. activity here. No, 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 sure. no. I think we do have something we can talk about here with that. Let's get into that. But first, of course, we have to talk about the homies yeah. of homies, Ivaca TV. Ivaca is the new goat in Colorado sports. That is the greatest of all television. Ivaca delivers amped up sports coverage for Colorado fans featuring Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet, and the NFL Network. Get the most regional content for the lowest price for sports in Colorado, all in crystal clear HD while using less bandwidth and enjoy over 60 entertainment channels, including news, movies, and more. Turn your home into the ultimate game viewing zone. You can even stream your teams from your phone, laptop, or tablet when you're on the go, and you can add on a discounted Sling TV bundle to get ESPN and more. Vodka is only $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee. Right now, Colorado sports fans get $10 off per month for your first three months. To score that deal, go to avaca.tv slash Colorado 10. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash Colorado 10. No contracts, no catches. Ivaca is TV made for champions of the remote. Thank you, Ivaca TV. All right. So when you said what to look for, and I've been thinking about this this for the last couple of weeks of like, and 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 it really hammered it home when I posed the question on the last post game show of who gets on the score sheet first, Nicholson or Max, because they they both have zero goals and zero assists. Do you have a quick answer to that, or do neither? I, well, That's the other the question. First, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do my well actually. Um, my little nerd response and say Max that Max does have yes, a goal but not in the MLS. In the not in the MLS. But you're right. But MLS, you're right. We are still awaiting the historic first Max Alves MLS goal. Yes. Um, and we are waiting for the first uh, Nicholson MLS goal since he made his return. And assist. Uh, and neither one. Oh of them yeah. It's I I I. This is a little bit counterintuitive because you generally would go for the player who's going to get more minutes. Um, but while I while I expect Nicholson to get more total minutes, more minutes than Max, um, I'm I'm still gonna I'm still gonna bet we're gonna see something from Max because yep. he's had. If you think back to that RSL game, and there was another sub of two oh, appearance, I'm not I'm not remembering. Oh, I no, so I know. Bad for him, and then dude. you think back to DC United, <laughs> you think those three games. He has done more off the bench in those three games than like Nicholson has done in his yeah. like it's just a period since he returned. And and I really I really wanted to like the Nicholson signing 
because it was like, okay, yeah, they have a history with this guy. Frazier knows what he's getting. It's going to be a nice little supplemental piece down the stretch. And I do not like not bagging me. on the guy because he seems like such a good kid. And, um, and he's, he's, he reminds me of like how I played a lot to an extent. He's just a really fast guy who just doesn't do anything, um, which is, <laughs> was, was my entire uh, soccer career. See, I'm different. Uh, I'm a slow guy that doesn't do anything. Um, okay, fair enough. And then just uh, tactic. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 I just hate slagging off on him. Sure. Because he needs to be like, better though. He does. He, does. he needs but to be better. He, but like, but like I said this when they signed him that he was always that player who just had zero end product. That is like yeah. the that is the number one thing I remember about Nicholson when they first brought him in from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. under Anthony Hudson is that he just came in and it was zero end product. And at certain, at a certain point you have to ask, like, is it, I mean, I don't know why they, I, I would prefer they give Lucas Estevez some more wing minutes. God, he was and awesome. Play, and play beta shore oh, and Keegan as uh, the fullbacks down sure. the stretch. Maybe sure. even, if you want us about because he can't Keegan, go full Ke- Keegan in the center listen, back, like, he's been dope. Even, yeah. And, and like, listen, like even Mark Hanek hasn't had great games either, but no, he's had I'd actually be, some pretty terrible games, <laughs> but, but listen, <laughs> like I'm willing to forgive, like, like the sure. guy's first start and how many matches was against the best, most informed team in MLS. Oh, like, absolutely. No, no, he's no, no, kind no. of he, like against the union. Like I'm willing to give him a complete pass on that union game because he was completely set up to fail on that one. Yes. And not to the mention when, when, Gus, and when Gus got sent off, um, like it, there was just no chance he was ever going to redeem a performance. Yeah. Uh, even in the second half after his, his really, really poor first half. So yeah, listen, like I, I would be really interested in seeing more of Estevez, like just, I want to actually see him as a winger. Why not just um, Estevez wanna, and Max? I, start them up top. Start them both. Yeah. Start Lucas I, on the left for Lewis. Start Max on the right for Barrios. See what happens. I all, and yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll see. And it's just, it's just really weird, man. Um, it's, it's, it's really weird because there are a lot of players who like on this roster that I know are going to be sort of question marks next season. Right. Um, and honestly, like Mark Hanek is one of those guys. Like he is a one-year plus four option or something like that. It's some weird. It's like four years of options or something like that on his on his contract. So he is playing the return next season. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's gotten enough minutes to sort of make a definitive conclusion about. Um, and, and these two games, one against or both against Western Conference bottom dwellers, right? Yeah. Um, which the Rapids are included in, right? Yeah, don't get me wrong. A inter intra dweller competition. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so the question is, like, <laughs> I think I think Mark Hennick has earned, you know, at least you know 45, 60 minutes between sure, these two sure. in one of these two games. Yeah, yeah. And I want to yeah. see do it Wednesday. Do it Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do, yeah. do it. I mean, listen, nobody's gonna be at Dick's on Wednesday night, anyways. Um. And you, think, you think it's going to be that bad? There's they've the, had well, what's, really what's, good attendance. They've had really good attendance. I think. I 
I, I I will hope that there is a great crowd on Wednesday night. I will be ecstatic to cheer with all of all of the sure. fun people who go out right, to well, Dicks on Wednesday night. Let's uh, play but this game. I, let's I I'm not game. holding my I'm not holding my hopes up for a huge for Bengals. Let's crowd. do this we'll game see. and let's start with the two that we started this talk with. All right. So first sure. we'll go Max Alves. Max Alves, one. How would you say his season has been? How would you rank it? And then let's get into how would you how is there a way for him to drastically improve the, his individual season in these last five games? So I'm going to preface this by saying that my expectations for Max at the start of the year, um, and before I did, before we we got on we, we went live, I actually went to my season preview, like sort of post that I made to see like what I actually said about him, and I, yeah. to my credit. I did say that he wasn't going to be a world beater in his first year and that he would struggle a little bit. So well, one, I'm, I'm a little bit pleasantly like surprised um, that I'm like, I'm happy I got that right. I mean, I'm I think I said result, 15 but... goals and assists combined. So, you know, and whatever. And, and <laughs> but I did, but here, here was my benchmark. My benchmark was that he would record more goal contributions than Yunus Namley did in his okay. last season with Colorado. Okay. Yunus so what does he Nam- need to? Yunus Namley had one goal and one assist in okay, 550 minutes last year. Okay. Um, and my my sort of expectation for Max was as long as he outshone that, um, it would be a not a great, but it would be a sort of an acceptable first year for a young player moving from Brazil to a new mm-hmm. country and getting used to a new style of gameplay. Um, and so like, let's say, let's, let's give him his due credit and count the champions league goal. Sure. I would so like one. to see one more. I would like to see two more because I would want him to surpass. Like my, my expectation was that he would surpass Namley's contributions from last okay. season. So two goals. Yeah. Two goals, and, maybe an assist. Right. So we'll say, we'll say he gets on the score sheet three times down the stretch. Would you say that that goes from. I don't know if it's a bad season. Maybe disappointing is the right word, or maybe uh, mediocre. Revelatory, you know, relevant. Yeah, yeah. Revel in in that it was like, oh, maybe we should have known. Maybe we should have tempered our expectations and and sure going in because he was such a maybe not high profile signing, but a high high dollar amount signing. Right. So like, yeah. yeah, Like I think when you look at that acquisition and I think we all looked at it when it happened as this, Mm -hmm. the rapids so rarely spend big on transfer fees. Oh yeah. And like, so a million, like spending a million in just pure money, which I mean, I guess is actually going to be more like seven fifty or so because sure, it's not I, I'm, yeah, he's not going to. I'm positive he's not hitting whatever metric metrics were in um, that deal. Um, so, listen, if he finishes the season with three goal contributions, I think that's that's okay. I don't think it's great. I still think that it's not necessarily an indication that it was the right acquisition for Colorado to make. I think you can't really make that full assessment until we get at least two, maybe even two and a half years into his time sure. here with sure. the Rapids. I think he like, and, and this is the, um, for those of you who listen to like MLS extra time and some other, the league's podcast that the David Goss theorem is when players come from other countries to MLS, the style of play is just so different 
from either Europe or South America, that it does tend, unless it's a generational talent, like a type of player, like unless you're pulling a player from like the Premier League or something, right? Like Kucho. Well, like Puig is Puig has come in ver- and done very well yeah. too. Yeah. But generally speaking, yeah, new acquisitions that who are new to the league take about one year to sort of bet into the style of play in MLS. Um, and that's just because the game's just a lot different. It's a lot more open. There's a lot. Um, I mean, it's there's more pressing recently, but it's not as. Um, I mean, you know, you watch any Premier League or Bundesliga game, like the the amount of pressing they do in games is orders of magnitude different than in MLS. Um, and yeah, so I think ne- assuming that he only gets three or less or fewer goal contributions this season, I would be tentative okay as long as next season we get in the five to 10 range. Like if he has, if his 2023 is worse than Michael Barrios 2022, then I'm starting to get a little bit worried. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. that's a good, I think that's a good bar to set for him. Um, and so, yeah, like the biggest thing it's about seeing whether or not he he really gels with the players around him because when he was he certainly at the does in training. The season yeah but when he was at the beginning of the season it kind of looked like max was playing a completely different game than the rest of the team which to be fair he kind of was right like brazilian yeah. soccer is so different than the mls i mean i think stylistically maybe as far from the mls as you can get on a professional level 100 percent. i think that's a that's a really good observation and like so yeah, the question is how can he adapt? And the other thing is to remember, right, is that Max didn't have a full preseason. Uh, you know, came in really late. I want to say I think he only he only appeared in the last game of preseason um, against he Orlando, was, if I he, remember he right. Was, or no, he had I, two. He had two. I want to say it was eight. He it was eight days from when he had arrived to when he was playing in that zero degree game in Concacaf. I want to say eight days. Okay, Something that like could that. be that could be right. Yeah, it's it's like definitely like, two weeks. It's it under was two like weeks welcome. Sure. It was like welcome to Denver. Here is the worst possible weather we will have for the next whatever two years or something. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think I think even if he only gets on the the score sheet twice, right? Like even if it's 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 just the two goals, one goal, one assist, two two assists. I think anything positive down the stretch leaves such a good impression. Sure. Right. Like, and especially because building off that game, I don't know how any rapid fan could watch that United game and have nothing but good things to say about the way he played. Right. Obviously, finishing would have been great. Right. Like, I think he took an extra touch a couple times where he could have, you know, ripped a shot or whatever. But um, for the most part, it's like you have to feel encouraged by that. So, so I think it's pretty clear. If he, if the flashes are all there. Yep. 100%. He's got so, there's so many, like, that was the biggest. His step over worked. The step over yeah. worked. The max step over worked. That's the two big... games it's worked. So huge, huge. The biggest thing that I had an issue with Max is at the start of the season. You know, other than that goal against Kremas, they he he didn't have like he didn't have any showing where it was like this guy needs to be like this guy deserves to be playing at this level, um, and you know. Post international break, so since June, we've started to see a lot more flashes of potential from him, um, and I've been really pleased to see that because I think 
it does show that there is something there that the scouts weren't just like completely off the like like off the deep end with right. that acquisition. Right. Yeah. Um. So we'll and we'll, so we'll see. Yeah. Um. We'll see. Who's your next player? Hit me up with Sam, it. Sam Sam Nicholson. I want to talk about Sam. Oh my god. Because you're talking about familiarity with with Colorado. Yeah. Now, granted, he played for a different coach when he was here. Um. Did, he did, he did play a few minutes under Frazier. Yeah, he did. He did but not a lot. But not a lot. Yeah, it wasn't. He played the end of 2019. So when Frazier came in post that Red Bull game, uh, I want to say in August. Um, he So he played under Frazier for the rest of the season. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So he had. Okay. But my point is, he came back, familiarity. Right. That was kind of the, the, the calling card, right? That was the description of the move, was like, this guy. Not only is it reinforcements in a position we need reinforcements, but it's reinforcement who knows what to do when he gets here. Now, the run of play, the film, the pace, the work rate kind of point to would it looks like he's never played a second of MLS soccer before he got here. Yeah. It's it seems like the man has lost a uh, a lot of speed. Oh, since man. he last he played, no he used no to be pace. he used to be like like outrun Barrios potentially type speed. Like Barrios wasn't with the he didn't overlap with Barrios, right? Um, right. But he he did have like like that's that's who like that's how he was playing for Colorado when he was here in that sure. first stint as he yeah. was that and and here's something like I just pulled up his FB ref page and I just made myself I don't even depressed want to hear it. Yeah. I don't mean, because in, in two appearances in 2020, which he played the first two games that year before the whole world shut down. Um, he recorded 0.2 XG in 170 minutes in quadruple the minutes this year. He has so put 0. 0.3. Uh, in, in nearly 500 minutes this season, he has 0. 0.3 and 5 XG. This is, a, this is one of your three. This is one of your three pronged attack. top three. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of and, your top three wingers. Yeah. He just, he has no pace. Um, I think every time he gets the ball in the wing, you know, he's not getting past him. You hope that he can at least deflect off the guy who's smothering him for a corner or a throw or draw foul, which he did, which I, I will give him that. If there's anything he's done at an okay clip, it is being able to draw fouls. But even then, the numbers probably don't bear that out either. Um, yeah. Is there a way? Well, and the, the numbers don't necessarily help us right now because without Jack Price delivering set pieces, um, earning fouls, even in dangerous areas, the best that's you can true. get from that is yeah. maybe it's a shooting opportunity for Rubio. And that's, maybe. yeah. And that's about it. Cause like Rubio well, has like well, that little, well. he, he has that little outside Felipe's of the box area that he loves. Pretty good, man. I think there's just such, been such a drop off on corners, man. It doesn't matter. Corners who, like, fair. It's, corners fair. Set pieces though. And recycled yeah. set pieces and stuff. I think Felipe has been great. Okay. But that gets away from the point. Yeah, sure. Sam has what does Nicholson have to do? Games. I actually want to hear from he you first. Five games. I want to hear from five you. Games. I think he maybe gets, I don't think he plays 90 once. Yeah. I think he maybe plays 62 of those five ish. Maybe I don't, you know, give sure. or take maybe three, but I don't think he finishes any. I don't think he plays 90 he, to me. He would have to basically average a goal contribution a game or just under for me to be like, lock me in for three, for two more seasons of this, which is what he's yeah. under for. Right. Like, yeah. 
if he's like to me right now, Yaya is way past, and it sucks that we're not going to see Yaya for pretty much all of next year too. Because Yaya, but had Yaya been here, uh, yeah, yeah, had Yaya still be, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like if if Yaya was healthy, he would be. He should. He should have been getting these minutes basically every single Uh, Nicholson minute. At this point, Nicholson just needs to produce. I don't know how else to say it. Like on a on a regular basis, not get one, not get two. Like if Max gets two, I'm like, great. Max rounded into form. He got comfortable. Great. Nicholson is like, you got two. You've played 700 minutes. You were on the score sheet twice. You know the system. You left. You came back as the reinforcements. You've done nothing. Nothing. Just not. I mean, yeah, he's a nothing. And like, it's I, tough because I really like, I, like the guy. I really like the guy. He's a sweetheart. He's really good he, to talk to. He, he's just missing all of that skill that he showed when he was here for his last stint. And I don't know, like, yeah. if this happened when, like, listen, I don't know, like, what what training is like at Bristol Rovers. You'd like to think that they have, like, you know, decent, like, uh, training regiments and sports science. I'll say there's there not whatever, as much. But... There's not as much in those lower level English teams as you think. Yeah. And pretty much outside yeah. of the big six, there's not a lot going on in terms of like the MLS outspends. I bet you every single one of those teams in terms of training facilities, doctors, sure. technology, science, all that. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of a lost. But cost. it's like so he's falling off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, it's just been bad. Guy. I just don't think. I don't think there's anything he can do to save the season at this point. Realistically, right? Barring five contributions in five games, I don't see it. Sure. Is that fair? Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't see it either. Like, listen, I'm not, I, I don't, I haven't seen anything from Nicholson that doesn't tell me like, like er, everything I've seen from Nicholson tells me that he, he needs to be getting with minutes with rapids too, not yes, the Colorado. 100%. Rapids. Okay. Next one I want to talk about, because I think this is an interesting one to debate even where his season is at, let alone finishing it out. And is there a spot for him next season? Brian Acosta. Because to oh, me, yeah. he's had to play a role that I don't think he had any intention of playing when he signed here. I don't think he wanted to take on that holding midfield, although that is sort of his style. I just don't think he wanted to play Jack Price's role, right? I think he wanted to play his version, and he's yeah, kind of watch into another role. Yeah, you watch how he played for Dallas. Yeah. and um, But listen, like with Acosta... I'm always going to say that there's going to be a spot for him on this team just because he's the drop off in terms of some elements. Sure. Of from prices gameplay to him, the drop off is not as like great. Yeah. As it it would seem on paper. Like I think think price is obviously the guy you want there. Yeah, but I think he's still like I would. But given the choice between a guy like Colin Warner and a guy like yeah uh, Brian Acosta, right. yeah. I'm taking Brian Acosta. Oh, all day. like so all if day. we're yeah. yeah, um, and so so I I think I think between Acosta, Warner, and Prizo, I think one of those probably should expect either a huge drop off in minutes next season. Or should expect not to be with the the team at all next season. My guess is and probably I, Warner is going to be, be the one. Yeah. On that, yeah, and that sucks because yeah. it's the Aurora kid. I think he's had a couple great games down the stretch, but um, Acosta, I think strengths. Um, 
Obviously, no one's as good as Jack. Pretty good long balls. Pretty decent corners. Hasn't produced at the level you would want from a team from you know fans that support Jack Price. Um, I think he's been great on the turnover counter, right? Like on a on a a fast paced counter. I think he's been make pretty good decisions, um, especially on really high pressing formations when they do play the the right matchup for that kind of style. Yeah. Um, I just. He's the Acosta Acosta kills the Rapids with yellows because Jack Price isn't an option. Uh, yeah. Like uh, there was no way Acosta was slated to play as many minutes as he has this season. And, that, and you can tell yeah. that, and you can tell that based on how little they played him before Price yeah. went down with his hammy at the yeah. start of the season. Like Acosta yeah. got no minutes, like starting minutes at he all. He played in the, first the LAFC weeks. game. And then he didn't play off the for bench three, though, right? Three game. No, I think he started with Max. Oh, but Max, that but that yeah. was coming. But yeah. that was coming right. That was coming three off days after attack. going. Yep. yep. Like everybody going ninety minutes in brain chill weather. weather. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, he's the second most penalized player in and not penalized. Sorry, carded, yellow carded, cautioned. Second most cautioned player in the MLS, unless someone caught up to him over the weekend. Um, that was going into the weekend. I bet you it's close because he also picked one up over the he weekend. Might, so he might be back up top. Actually, <laughs> he, he might actually a... be in first. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's detrimental, especially he is eighth in total fouls, and he is okay. currently first in yellow cards. He still hasn't uh, matched his personal career best which is? Um, in this season, which is 12. So okay, one so more uh, Brian Acosta yellow card and okay, he'll match over the total under, he had with Dallas in 2019. Under, over under 30. There's five games left, minutes. bitch. He's getting over, two. He's getting two. over under 39 and a half minutes this game for him to, to match his career high in yellow cards in this oh, Wednesday's game. Oh, uh, oh God. Uh, you know what? Maybe just maybe, just maybe he cools off a little bit at home. And so I'm going to, and I'm going to pick the over and I'm going to say he's going to be suspended for the road trip, uh, okay. to the galaxy. Okay. Um, and I'm saying he's okay. going to pick one up and he's going to pick one up on Wednesday. Though. Like okay. one of these two matches, he's guaranteed guaranteed. I'll say this and, and maybe I'm wrong. But I think for the last two months, he has gotten a yellow card every game he's played. Hmm. I, like, I literally, like, I I, I cannot remember. Like, I it's like an auto tweet in my game threads. Like, it's yeah, like, a, like, like, oh, here's the Acosta yellow. Right. Because like it like he just he like I cannot His... think of one game where he hasn't picked up a yellow. You're going to feel you're you're going to feel a little bit. A little Am bit I missing silly. an obvious one? He he did not get a yellow against D.C. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but it felt like it though. But he got <laughs> he received a total of four yellow cards in sorry, five yellow cards in his previous six matches leading up to that game. And that includes the okay. double yellow that he got against Houston that basically screwed ended the ended Colorado season. Um <laughs> so not every game I was being dramatic. For no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. But, but still, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. There like a he's... Way, is there a way because I mean clearly like if B Ray is the voice of the fans here, because he's the only one hanging out with us right now. Um is there a way for him to, when it's, you know, October meetings, you know, whatever, exit interviews, all that. Is there a way where fans are like, hell yeah, Acosta's back next season. Let's go. Right. Like, I like, think, what does I he think have Acosta, to do to wrap this season up? I think, 
I think it's generally when a cost is around next year, I think it's generally going to be met with a reaction of, okay. From most fans. Um, sure. Uh, I think to listen, like he, he really needs to, uh, he really needs to pick up some assists. I think um, from like sort of the right, either, either honestly, honestly from the run of play. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I know he's, I know he tends to be that second ball guy. So we'll count hockey assists in there, right? Give me sure. a few like good pieces of buildup play where he's mm-hmm. like the second to last guy who gets that ball in. Sure. Like I, I, that's what I really want to see from him. Um, yeah. So, you okay. know, if he, he picks up, he picks up two more down the stretch. Then, you know, maybe I go from a C plus to a B minus for next year. I think we, cool. I think we yeah. like for the, for I a season so. grade. Um, like, uh, yeah. and next year, I here's the thing. He's not going to start probably next year. Right. Yeah. Like him starting know, as much as he has. Is like, a, yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's You'd supposed to be, be the depth guy. Minute, whoever from the midfield needs to come out, play 30 minutes, pick up a Wednesday start, pick up a cup start, pick up a, you know, whatever. Um, and then I think he's great in that role. Right. Then fine. Rack sure. up some yellows. Who cares? Right. Like that doesn't kill everything. Um, okay. Next player. Let's say, a guy who is definitely frustrated to a lot of fans who I I'm a big Stan. I, you know, you bought his kit the second you could, uh, and it's Jossie Zardes, right? Um, that's the big, that is hits, the literal million dollar question, or it's the $750,000 question. If um, he hits double digit goals, which I believe he's now two away. Is that right? That's right. He is. He's got nine total on the season. If you count, uh, one with Columbus, one in Columbus, but yeah. we'll just, we'll just say for Colorado. If he is a double-digit goal scorer for the Colorado Raptors this season, are you, Joseph Samuelson, happy with what he did in his time? Considering one of the like three of those were in one game. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, listen, I think Zard the biggest problem is like, and, and I'm saying this with the mindset that he had a sitter against DC that he probably should have done better with. Correct. Right, fully cognizant of that. Right. And had one against Seattle, I want to but say. Listen, the road man. That he should have bagged too. But like these last few, really since that Minnesota game, mm-hmm. he hasn't been getting any service. No, he's gotten zero and, service. Zero. And it's no help. And he has it, no help. None. And listen, like we all knew when they bought Zardes that. Okay, this is like a poacher type striker. This is your Kai Kamara striker who's going to work like hell to press up the field. He's going to get himself into really good positions. And if you can hit him with crosses, you can get goals because he's a very good, like he's got a very good shot inside like the six yard box, like just outside, like inside the 18. Like he's a, um, you know, he's, he's a dog in the box, you know, like, he's just like, he's got uh, that dog. You know, I think he's got well, that he's, dog. Yeah, I think you could yeah, say and that. Listen, and he does have, he has 10 goal contributions in MLS games this year, including assists. That's good. That's good. I'm listen. If, if the Rapids were a team in MLS that had an ownership willing to, uh, splurge, on top tier talent, then I'm telling you right now, Zardes isn't it. And that's why he wasn't it for Columbus, right? But for Colorado, when it's clear that ownership really 
isn't getting the, giving the team much to work with aside from the profit that they earn from their transfers. I struggle to imagine like the type of striker Colorado could pull in that could do better work than Zardes. Now here's the big caveat for this off season for me. Like currently I'm leaning towards re-sign just for that reason. I think you re-sign him like easy. But the big caveat for me is the combination of his salary and all the money that you're putting into or you're giving to Columbus to sign him, right? For me, his salary has to be in the you can buy this down from a DP range in mm-hmm. order for it to, in order for him to be like justified to, to stick around. Like that doesn't sure. mean he has to, that doesn't mean he, he can't be, he, he, he can still be a DP if they, if they need him to be that, sure. like for roster construction reasons or whatever, but his salary needs to be below the $1.6 million threshold, which is the threshold by which you can, you can still buy down players under the, under the, uh, the $400, the $600,000 right. cap. Sure. Um, so that, that is my big caveat. That's sure. I think he's worth it there. I think if you give him a significant raise from the 1.5 million that he has been earning, it's not worth it. Okay, well um, well again, this see this is an off-season question. That's not what I'm saying. That's not okay, the, sure. that's not the goal of this game. Although oh, I sure, do agree with sure. you. The goal of this game is can he finish out this season and have Rapids fans, Rapids analysts say that was a sure. good season. I think people will say he's a, he's had a good season if he if he bags over 10 goals. I think there's some people who have the market somewhere closer to 15. Sure. Um, I, I, how like many total contributions? You have his page up. That's why I'm asking here. Yes, but like, yes. I mean, we're talking about 22 games he'll play. He is averaging a goal and assist more than every half a game. Uh, over half a so, game. So, but um, but I'm saying like, what's his? So he showed up in in May, April, April. Oh yeah. Let me May. let me look at. But like, his, so how many yeah. how many games is he going to play? And he's going to put up potentially 15 goal contributions. Right. Like yeah. That, so he's me... played twenty. He's played twenty-one matches with Colorado. If you take out that one where he was the sub and he was just betting, getting, uh, getting his toes wet against Charlotte, right? It's just twenty. He's got twenty starts, and in so those he's going to finish starts, with twenty-five has, games, twenty-five starts. Has, sorry. Yes. Assuming he starts the rest of the season, which there's no reason why he shouldn't, barring so if injury. So he scores three goals. We'll say in the, and adds an assist. So that I think if at, he scores three, that's a must re-sign from most Rapids fans. If he scores three more down the goals, stretch. 11 goals and 25 starts. Like that's like I, I'm talking 11 that, goals yeah. and two assists in 25 starts, which I think is I mean, yeah. honestly, for how late he arrived, yeah, that's how, pretty damn yeah. good. Totally. Um and I think that and man, wouldn't you love to see there him is gonna be a drop Jack off price, though. Jack Price corners and, and set pieces. That dude is a giant. Yeah. And how can, many like, games is he? How many man. minutes has he actually played with Jack Price on the pitch? Is, is, is it just I bet like, you, I bet you it's less than it's 200. the 45 against Minnesota. Yep. I bet you it's less like, than 200. Would be yeah, my guess. It's probably less than 200, 200 or, or I'll check around that at, 200. Um, I'll check that at the end of the season because that's a really good question. If I mean, I God, I don't look if unless Porig has something up his sleeve that that fell through in this late window or something like that, that is a striker on a very certain level, right? Like on a high mm-hmm. all-star level, I think Giassi's a no-brainer. But even but there. even if you I think even it's if a you no do no-brainer, no-brainer. Even if you do have one of those strikers available, I wouldn't be against them signing re-signing Zardes and 
pulling in somebody else. Maybe because... like a Rongo or something yeah. along that level where it's like maybe not all star, but cal but potential caliber ceiling that yeah. on that level. Um I think it's thank you, Logan. Shout out Logan jumping in late. Yeah. My guy, dude, must resign for me right now. I might get hate for that. With what Zardis came into the season, did an all right job. I'm not saying it was phenomenal, but enough to resign him for sure. I think if you're the Rapids, yeah. I think you have to be realistic I about think... your market and not just your market in terms of of um I think you need to be realistic about your attraction, your attractiveness to MLS level players, to high level strikers. If Zardis liked his time here and is willing to sign, you hand him that contract the second he says I'll resign it. Like I, I don't like man, yeah, absolutely. I just think and it's I, crazy I... to think otherwise. I think it, it it is insane to think otherwise. You're not going to do much better. You wanna you wanna know? This is this is the this is your number. Here's your here's he your has way more reason. than a goal every two hundred. Here's your number one reason. Here's your number one reason. Next year, Galvan comes back. Yes. Last year, last season, Galvan completed the second most crosses into the eighteen yard box. Yeah, among uh, among Rapids players it's on last perfect. year's roster. He's one of the reasons why the Rapids were so dangerous from the wings last year was because his 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 crosses were so were so good. And I think that when you if you have Galvan pinging crosses, then you're you're going to get a lot more out of Zardes than you did this year. And that's while accounting for the fact that Zardes has he's met some people's ex expectations this year. I will say, I think at, at minimum he's, ex he's met some ex some people's expectations. I think he'll meet, meet. Yeah. If he hit 50, if he hits 15, like 14 to 15 total goal contributions, it should be no question. No to question. Re to resign him. Zardes, but also, Rubio, but like Lewis Galvan, that is a four that if you're, you're, he, I mean, we are very committed to Frazier. Like, Fra like Frazier is going to be, building out these game plans next season and whether or not you've gotten the results, I think the bones and the structure of those of that attacking foursome, right. With two good midfielders behind it and a strong back four, I think Galvan Lewis with Rubio behind Zardes is so good. I think my, it's my, so good. My blueprint for the attack next season is to uh, not option Barrios and buy an additional winger um, yeah, and then 100%. play yep. Galvan and that additional winger as like your two big like wide options. Like those are your mm -hmm. starters, right? And then mm -hmm. you can bring in a guy like Lewis and, and you know, and maybe Nicholson if things get really hairy, right? As like depth options. And I think that's, I think sure. that's, that's fine for, for them as players. Uh, I mean, they might they might not like that comparatively, but um, but I do think that's where Colorado needs to improve the most. Um, and the one thing that I would feel a little bit hesitant about Zardes regarding is, uh, you know, it's just his age. Um, but I also think his like sort of fox in the box mentality, like that's like he might he might lose a little bit of his speed. But like, look at that goal he scored against Nashville and look at how he out muscled. Walker Zimmerman, the starting U.S. national team, High uh, like the best American center back in the world. Um, like, look at how he just completely um, he just pantsed him, man. Um, yeah. Like, he I'm just, gonna just... He uh, and like, listen, he's not the best 
but he's I I I am struggling to think of better nines that one will be available that Colorado could go after and do nobody should say Joseph Martinez because as much as I love Joseph Martinez, that is the type of player whose personality Cancer. is no, bigger than not. the than the team yeah. and would yeah. and would almost certainly lead to locker room problems. And that's the type of player that Colorado just never goes after anymore since uh, the whole Stefan Eigner debacle. So he's the only player I could see like in the MLS market. Maybe maybe Arango, right? Like that'd be that'd be a great get. Go maybe, get. I mean- Porg, if you're listening, go get go get Christian Arango uh, he or Teacher um, Arango. No, he listens. Uh, look, so good. Look, look, I'll say this. He, and then I think Zardes is a really he, good second option behind Arango. I think it's two gives you two strikers who who offer something you different. Are, he has been, and I think and I'm gonna speak to kind of where B Ray saying like he's been terrible, a goal every 210 minutes. You know he's underperformed. Who has he played with that has been giving quality service to a striker? You have zero. Price has not played. You have Price on even 50% of the free kicks that have been taken in his place, right? So not even all of them. Just give him half of them. That's probably two goals for Zardes minimum right there. Minimum. Minimum. Maybe three or four. Like, like Barrios and Lewis, we've said... They're at seven and six goal contributions together, right? They're not even at 15 combined on your wings, right? You add in their backup and it's still 13 goal contributions because the backup is zero and zero. It's it, it's not about trying Zardis, which B-Ray is saying here. It's about, it's about having a tool and a piece like a Zardis who fits well with your optimized lineup. The issue, and the issue, yeah. Being and able so they, to unlock the goals that have just been been on the shelf because you can't get to them. So I didn't, I didn't, um, I haven't like updated this since the DC game. But going into the DC sure. game in Colorado's last four matches, last last four or five matches, basically since he scored against um, Minnesota, Zardes has averaged one or fewer shots inside the 18 yard box and like per game that tells me that the rapids are not getting him the ball in a position where he can shoot and it's right and like you know he's still doing it was like to his credit he's trying the occasional long shot right but you know, when you watch Zardes off the ball, like if you legit just go into like so uh, that Nashville game too. and oh, just like watch how he plays, so good. He's so he good. does, he does the pressure. Like he, he does the pressures that Frazier asks of him. You can tell that he works like it's, it, it's like kind of watching Kai Kamara when he was playing with um the, when he was playing with the Rapids in uh, 2020, um, sure. his, his like def- his work rate is just very high. You can tell so he's good. getting it's he's so getting good. into positions that he's supposed to get into. Correct. But he's just not getting the ball in those positions. Now, Correct. that's not saying that he's completely blameless because it does involve him, you know, outmaneuvering finishing. defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it does involve him finishing. But the Rapids need to put him in a position to take more than one shot per 90 minutes inside the 18 yard box, which is what's yes. been happening over the last few games. And that includes the Nashville game where he yeah. scored on his only shot inside the 18 yard box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
You're right. Get yep. Zardes the ball on top of the six, and he is going to score. And he's done that literally all season. That's where all of his goals come from. Is like right inside the mixer in the box. The yep. Rapids just need to get him the ball there. Yeah. Look for me. I think. I think just to kind of tie a bow on this conversation, if you can get assists from the wings, right? If you can get those guys who haven't got on the score sheet to provide assists to Rubio to break the goal mark and to Zardes to hit that double digit. It's a, it's a win down the stretch. If you don't make the playoffs, I mean, making the playoffs is the big win, but if you can't, which I don't think they can, I think that is about as much as you can ask for, for this team going down the stretch. And that's, that's me. So we're going to wrap it on that note. You'll obviously see us post game late post game. I won't be going to the presser. So it won't be late, 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 late. Like it could be, um, but it will be pretty late, but um, yeah, we'll be doing that post game. Joseph, go ahead and plug your stuff, man. Where can they find you? Where can they read oh, you? Oh man. Um, yeah. You listen, like if you guys like what I had to say, or even if you don't, I'm, I'm always interested in a, in a healthy sports debate. So um, you can, if you, if you, if you don't like what I've said today, get, get on Twitter and at me at JSPSAM and tell me why I'm wrong or tell me why I'm right. Um, I like just tell me things. why I'm right. I don't like hearing why just, I'm wrong. Don't no, like, listen. You. I love, no, 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 no. Listen, yeah. I am. I'm right here for the healthy sports debate. Mitch is going to block you if you if you if you say something mean to him. But listen, I want to reinforcement, baby. That's all I need, I, baby. I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear you guys tell me why we shouldn't resign Zardes. So get in my mentions about that. And then um, uh, if you guys want to hear more in-depth stuff from me, Joseph Samuelson. Uh, dot com is where I post sort of in-depth recaps and previews about the game. Although, if I'm completely honest. I don't really know how I'm going to preview this one. Don't, just, don't, um, just don't. We'll see. We'll see. Just go uh, easy. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Make sure. Definitely make sure to follow Joseph on everything. If you don't, although if you're watching the show, you followed Joseph a very long time ago. I'm, I'm sure of that. So um, that's awesome. Make sure you follow DNVR sports. Make sure you follow DNVR rapids. Make sure you follow you here. Make sure you follow Dwayne, the Dwayne Brown, not invisible labs. So weird to me, but I get it. We're, we're a brand baby we're taking over um make sure to uh uh like and subscribe on youtube huge that thumbs up goes a really long way make sure if you listen to us on a podcast app that you are giving a five star review and nothing less nothing less nothing less five only and say how great we are we love that but more importantly so does the algorithm so definitely uh do that if you can Get your merch. Get your DNVR membership. Come down to the DNVR you know bar. Do? We didn't get into it. What? We should start doing when people leave reviews, you read them on the show. That's what the I'll best soccer show does. So, yeah. Do if you guys yeah. leave the DNVR podcast review on iTunes. Yeah. And we'll see if Mitch can uh, remember to, to, to read it out loud on the next podcast. Oh, I'll remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind me to remember that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, man, more important than all that, and it's the thing we say every time, even when we're down bad, even when we're talking about how to salvage a bad season. The one thing that matters, baby, it's up the pids. Up the pids.